Welcome back to another episode of Only Bruins. I am your host, Downtown Boosie, and this episode is brought to you by the one and only Black and Gold Productions, LLC. What up, what up? And uh, we're finishing up the end of the Bruins and Edmonton game right now, and it is not looking too good, but I got myself a fat fucking margarita right now to make this uh, hopefully not, not a loss, but... To kind of deal with the stress of this, the ending of this game, seeing the Bruins blow a lead and all that, you guys will obviously will get into that shortly. But I got myself a fat margarita. Maybe you got yourself a nice cold beer. Maybe you got yourself a nice warm donkey's uh, cup of joe. I'm not sure. But my boy, I'm joined by Adam Hurley. You've heard him on here before. Adam, what's up, buddy? I fucking love Duncan guy. You kidding me? What are you talking about? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's get this fucking win, huh, kid? Fucking A, I know. And it oh. sucks. I'm like on the delay behind you, but I yeah, know. so we're I'm, I'm seeing shit. I'm seeing shit before you for sure. Yeah, don't fucking give away too much. To no, me. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying not to, but that was a that was a good shot on net that last one there. Yeah, that the pasta one. So yeah, we're finishing mm-hmm. up the end of we're finishing up the end of the uh, Bruins game right now. Hopefully we'll get some overtime, uh, something going on. It's not looking too good right now, but I mean, leading up till tonight, it was, it's been an exciting week of hockey. I mean, we've only had one game since uh, I last recorded, obviously no Brett tonight, um, but it's been an exciting week. Uh, we've only had one game to talk about, but we've had a new addition uh, another new addition to the team, Tyler Bertuzzi, who looked pretty good Saturday. He's looked okay mm-hmm. tonight. Uh, I think he's going to be a solid addition. So, like, lots to catch up on since you've been on here last. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, but what's what's new, buddy? As we're like kind of killing time till the end of this game, what's uh, new, buddy? What's happening? Uh, well, I I uh, earlier this week I was able to finish up that the second half of that recording session from when I was out there for Winter Classic. I think I was telling you a little bit about that. That was fun. So I've been busy with that, getting prepared and getting in the game for the music side of things. But um, other than that, dude, just creating a bunch of art lately, make drawing up some designs. I, I know that you've been having fun with those and some of the listeners and everything have been digging some of those designs and ordering sweatshirts and hoodies and stuff. And I think that's great, man. It's like it's kind of fun every single time. Like I open Twitter and I see that goalie hug picture that I drew and I'm like, Whoa, shit, man, this thing's getting around, dude. I don't even know who this person is. And they just ordered one. So <laughs> yeah, it's not, no, it's man. not, it's not always like someone I'm already familiar with is what I mean, you know? So it's great. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely been, your drawings have definitely been hidden. Uh, Oh fuck. Popping off lately. I, yeah, been, um, it's been a blast, dude. It's uh, been, I've been having a lot of fun with it. I also just recently like binge watched The Sopranos since we last talked. I don't think I had done that before we talked and I had never seen it before. And so, oh, look at that. Um, I had never seen that show before in all of its greatness. And so I like burned through it in one week. I couldn't stop, dude. Like binging anything ruins my life because Fucking I just or fuck. I, I know it sucks, dude. 
It's oh, we lost these shitbag fucking cocksuckers. God this damn is, it. This is the this is like the ugliest game the Bruins have played in a long time. And the way it started, I for sure didn't think it was I didn't see it going this way. Dude, you know oh what I mean? With, God. Blowing that lead. You're not used to them yeah. seeing blow these leads. So that's um, the first time they've done it all year. I think that's the first time we've actually blown a two-nothing lead and lost in regulation. So not bad, dude. I mean, it's March 9th and we had a chance to clinch the playoffs tonight, so fuck it. Move on to the next one. Who yeah, cares? I mean, the boys came, boys came out flat tonight. You could see they had a, a a few too many days off, I guess you could say. A little bit of rust. I, I think so. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit of a uh, little bit of ice on the skates that didn't break off, you know? So um, I think that, like, how do you get mad about losing a single game? Even if you blew a 2 nothing lead, how do you get mad when you just won 10 in a row? Like, dude, beggars can't be choosing. Yeah. Bro. Like, we're, like, the rich are getting richer every single time the Bruins play, man. Like, it's been a blast. It's been a great time. It's been a very fun and positive time, and we'll get into that, I'm sure, a little bit later because um, I, I want to talk specifically about a, uh, a tweet that I saw earlier today. I guess I could just say it right now. Like, the... The leadership on this team, man, it just trickles down to every guy on the roster, including the brand new guys. Like, look how fast Dmitry Orlov was able to contribute. And I know you've talked about this, you know, throughout the recent weeks with people, you know, with Brett and 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 other folks that you've had on the show. I can't remember that other guy's name, but um, I saw a tweet today that said Montgomery was had been asked or said oh, that multiple Ace. times. Sorry, I, I just. Oh, Ace was the other guy you had, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Montgomery had been asked uh, like several times or something, or he, he mentioned how several times this season he's gone to guys to ask them about their mental health and like how they're feeling after like a certain thing or whatever. And they're all like, Oh yeah, dude, Patrice already talked to me about that. And I'm good. I'm good. And it's like, I retweeted that or something. And, and I said, Patrice Bergeron would have kept the Titanic afloat. Like that's my captain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's just so freaking good, man. Like best captain in all the sports. And I love that guy. And so, you know, when, when you're riding that high and you're winning 10 in a row and winning those crazy games on the road, like in Seattle and that, that, that nutty shit that happened in Calgary last week and you get even stronger at the trade deadline. Yeah. It sucks to lose to a team like the, Edmonton McDavid's but what are you gonna do man like it's it's a game yeah I mean you can't you can't win them all it's it's fine no, like no this team's gonna go it's into the their playoffs first and... regulation loss this season when scoring first so jeez that's that's a wild stat when you're what <gasps> 63 We're... games into the season you're fucking daylight savings time bro yeah like that shit's this weekend and we've got like our first loss where we Scored first. That's nuts. Yeah, it, and it sucks to That's lose nuts. to the Oilers because that uh, analytic fucking douchebag guy. But yeah, whatever, dude. Like that yeah. guy's. I've 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 come around to believe that that guy's absolutely one hundred percent trolling just to get a rise out of people and like. Oh, one hundred percent. He can't believe the shit that he says. It's just I can't like, believe people not, are still giving in to him too. <laughs> yeah, it's not like none of it. Like, dude, do like he he said some shit about the about the Bruins when we were playing in Edmonton last week. Was it last week that we were up there? Uh, week was and a half. Week a week and, and a half. half? Yeah, yeah, okay. So he said when we had that game in Edmonton last time, he was saying some shit that night about how the Bruins are basically just power play junkies. They're not any good unless they get an advantage from the refs and all this bullshit. And I'm like, 
Dude, they have the most even goals, even strength goals on the season. And it's not even close, by the way. And they suck on the power play lately. What are you talking about? They can't get an edge unless they get help from the ref. Like, yeah. That, that's not even remotely true. And you're talking about it as if it's like proven fact or something. You're so confident in the way you're tweeting this shit out, man. You know what's proven fact? Patrice Bergeron would have kept the Titanic afloat because he's a good fucking <laughs> captain. Nah. Anyway, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at, bro. Uh, the 10 game win streak was a blast. Those games on the road, that Calgary game was so fun. You know, Linus, Linus was just incredible in that game. Like, he's just such a likable yeah. dude, man. I just like want to hug that guy. I want to hug him. The goalie hug yeah. is great, but I want to hug him, you know? No, I know. I want in on that. But um, yeah, no, it, the 10 game win streak was phenomenal. I mean, it's always fun to watch that. And sometimes it feels like the Bruins can do no wrong. And then you see them have a bad game tonight and they had a slow start tonight. I mean, the, and as we're talking Thursday night, right after this Bruins game, this is totally overshadowing the whooping that the Bruins put on the Rangers. I mean, they held, right. I think Pat Kane had zero shots, maybe one Panarin had one shot that game. The Bruins Mm -hmm. won four to two, but it felt like it could have been like seven to two, seven, like, it just it never really felt like yeah. a game. I mean, it felt like a playoff game for sure, but I felt like the Bruins had that in the bag from the start. Like physically, um, physically, it felt like a playoff game. It felt like big brother versus little brother. But statistically and game like science and the way that that game played out, absolutely not. The Bruins were on a different planet. Yeah, and the Bruins, for some reason, were just struggling in their own zone tonight at times and they were having a really tough and oh man the showing that third goal by nurse and like that's a tough one for swayman to give up granted he obviously didn't really see it that well but yeah that's a tough one to give up um yeah three unanswered goals by edmonton it's just the good thing is the bruins haven't obviously had any of these kind of games this season um yeah they have a two nothing lead yeah. Uh, this is the this, first time they haven't answered them. back. This is good for them to go to the drawing board tomorrow. They got a day off and then they have a home and home with Detroit this weekend. It it gives them time to go back to the drawing board and basically fix their mistakes. There's going to be a lot of tape tomorrow because Monty has said that He's going to be limiting practices, uh, at least on ice practices going mm-hmm. forward, because this March stretch is fucking brutal. Back to backs every weekend going forward. It, it's going to be a grind. And yeah, and they're they're basically playing every other day this entire month. Yeah, so out. it's it's going to be a grind. So I imagine there's going to be a lot of tape tomorrow because just me sitting on my fat fucking ass on the couch, sucking down some margaritas. I can tell what players can already do better, what they can improve. My biggest takeaway, other than Grizz sucking dick tonight, was fucking Coyle. How many times is he going to pass up an opportunity to shoot? It's just frustrating because you do get games like that with him where he tries a little bit too much. And the chemistry with Bertuzzi and Frederick has been phenomenal since uh, Bertuzzi came over. It's only two games, but in the in the chemistry is great, but he's just trying a little too much when he's got a good shot. Take the fucking shot. I mean, he's... That Coy- it's dude, frustrating my favorite, like that. And then my, Grizz personally too my favorite much. player on the team. Yeah. And, and Coy- Grizz trying too much instead of getting the puck in deep leads to a four on one and mm-hmm. a great fucking shot from whoever shot that. I think it was Bouchard or whatever. But yeah, um, Coyle was my first like favorite Bruins player. 
Like, and now I just love this whole entire team so much. Like, it's not like I just. I know, still, pay- I still love Grizz. He had a terrible game, but yeah. I think after watching the game tonight, it's mm-hmm. you were clearly missing Clifton. I, I think Clifton brings a little bit more. Well, obviously, he brings more physicality, but it's just a different element. And and Grizz is great. Don't get me wrong, but when you have the emergence of Orlov since bringing him over here, and then you have Lindholm in Forbort on that left side. It's just uh, Forbort's a guy you can't take out because he's great on the PK and he's had a very solid season. Uh, Lindholm and Orlov go without saying. I mean, Orlov could play the right side. I thought he did okay. I prefer him on the left side, but I thought he did okay playing on the right side the other night. But Mm -hmm. I I think tonight was a game that you're really missing Clifton, especially in your own zone when at times you're having a tough time getting it out. You're missing a little bit of physicality down there. I mean, there are numerous times when... um, Grizzly got pushed around tonight and Edmonton Edmonton's not even that heavy of a team in my opinion. So it's just, there, there's some yeah. kinks they have to figure out. They obviously Monty has they're, a lot. They're one line. It's crazy. Cause they're a one line team with no goaltending, but we couldn't score after that second goal. What's yeah. that? Like? You know, like it, it, you just have games like that. Like you said, it's going to take a lot of tape and less time on the ice. And cause you're, you're right. It's going to be every other day. There's going to be back-to-backs every weekend. It's going to be freaking nutty. Now, like, natural selection says we should kick the dog piss out of Detroit twice, right? So, like... That's, that's basically what I just tweeted out, too. I was like... Yeah. Ex- it, can't, like, can't win them all. Detroit's <laughs> fucked this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Like, every time this Bruins team has lost, other than the three-game skid, you know, in Florida around the All-Star break, that, that was, like, an anomaly, but... Uh, every time that they've lost a game that they absolutely should have won. And what is this like only the ninth regulation lost this year? So I'm not saying this hasn't happened. This hasn't happened a multitude of times this year. So there's very few examples. It's a small sample size, but every time they've done it, they've come out and little brother, the next team ugly, like, because they're pissed about it. They're pissed. They're like, no, we had no business losing that game. That was bullshit. That wasn't us. Let's go out and show who we are. The thing about this Bruins team too, is like, I've personally never, ever been the like n- none of my favorite teams have ever had a season so dominant where I just felt like they're in a different class from the rest of the league. I've always felt like there's definitely dangers ahead there. And, and I know that there are for the Bruins. I'm not saying that no one has a chance against them in the playoffs, but when they are right and they play their game and and Monty coaches his style and our goaltending holds up the way it does. Dude, they're like you guys. You guys are always tweeting about how this team's a wagon. Absolutely. They're a fucking buzzsaw, man, like a machine, Dude, yeah. like a well-oiled machine. And I got to say, give me that loss tonight. And tell me that DeBrusque is OK, because it didn't look like he was going to be. Yeah, like no, that, I'm... that looked fucking ugly. So him being back on the ice yeah. was great. I'm glad we walked away with everyone healthy tonight. Uh, yeah. it, it's, you know, it sucks to lose, but, you know, it's, it hasn't happened too much this season. So, yeah, uh, back to the drawing board, they'll they'll make some adjustments. I'd imagine. I mean, we got a back to back this weekend, too. Some people are going to be health bombed and some people aren't. I'd imagine Clifton or Grizzlick's definitely going to sit out one of those games, if not the first one. Um because you have the luxury to move players around on the back end and see what pairings fit and what don't. Yeah. And um, and it sucks, too, because the Bruins could have clinched the playoffs tonight. 
So yeah, but those but one of those other two scenarios, the Islanders came back on the. On oh, the that's right. Yeah, yeah. So we couldn't have that was over before our game was. Yeah, I mean, we're obviously going to make the playoffs. I, I it's yeah. It would have been fun to clinch it faster than any team ever. I don't know if we still have the chance to do that in terms of days, calendar days or games or whatever. I Yeah. Is it? I think the fastest ever is 65 games. So we have to clinch on Saturday or we wouldn't. It wouldn't be breaking the record. It would tie the record. I think that's what I read earlier. Because okay. this, was, this yeah. was 63 and I think the record was 65. Yeah, and I'm I'm not too worried about that whole record thing. None um, of us are. I I it only like they're fun to think about as fans. It's fun to enjoy that ride, you know. What I mean, like, dude, I love the fact that they got to 100 points faster than any other team ever. But that's behind us now. I don't need to yeah. look forward to the next milestone. The next milestone is June 15th and lifting that freaking Stanley Cup. You know what I mean? Like on my birthday. There's that's, there's 19. That's what I want. There's 19 games left and they're four points away from last season's uh, point total. So it's it goes to show you the kind of season they're having. They went on that another 10 game win streak. They've been fucking buzzing. Everything's been clicking. Swayman didn't even have that bad of a game tonight. Does he no, want to take back all. one or Come two of the goals? Absolutely. The first one was an absolute fucking snipe. Not much you can do about that, but not only Swayman. was a snipe, too. Yeah, and there's plays, you know? too, that the Bruins players themselves want to take back. I mean, I'm sure Coyle looking at uh, tape tomorrow or even possibly tonight saying, fuck, how many opportunities did I pass up on shooting the fucking puck tonight? But it's the world we live in. We we're all human. We make mistakes, and they're going to correct it going forward because you've seen how good they are. I mean, they've only lost back to back games once this season. So I mean, you might they're basically mm-hmm. a fucking lock to win Saturday. Fucking book mm-hmm. it, baby. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, so. dude. I I think you know when you think about those shots that were being taken too. Krejci scored on the power play, and they called off sides, and it got taken off the board, right? And then, yeah. Pasta ended up getting that Pasta ended up getting that snipe. It was Pasta, right? Who was, was Yeah, Pasta was like Ma- McAvoy seconds. got the pass, right? McAvoy had the pass, I think. No, I think it was Krejci. Oh, I could be well, wrong. But did Pasta score, he scored at the end of the period, not the end of the power play, right? That it was it was yeah, end of the period. Yeah, it was yeah, the was, end of the it, first. Right. So like so if you think about it, if you give us back that power play goal, it's a 3-3 game, even if we blow our lead. You know what I mean? So like it, a lot of things could have gone differently for the Bruins that usually that we're we're getting spoiled with a lot of these things going right so far this season. So like when one game like this comes along and it's against an opponent that's like got the star power and the popularity of like an Edmonton, you know, like yeah. that's what they are. They're They're just a star power team. They're not at all like a juggernaut. Like they, they'll be lucky to, they'll be lucky uh, to make a finals run. They'd be lucky to make a Western Conference finals run. I think it, they've added some good pieces for them. Yeah. I still think they're short on the uh, like them adding Ekholm was huge for them. I still think they're a little short staffed back there, and I don't think they have the goaltended for that. So the other it, thing too is like the West is trash, right? Like as a whole, it's a it's a literal dumpster fire, and. There are two teams that stand out to me as true contenders out of the West. And I would say that those teams are Dallas and Vegas. So like this Oilers team making a Western conference final would be overachieving to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
would it be though? Because I mean, with the competition out that way, and with the format too, they may be able to skate into a a, a Western Conference final appearance based on what their matchups are leading up to it. You know, like because the who knows how the format's going to lay out at the end. And like what teams are going to have to take each other out. There's a lot of people that think Buffalo is a bad matchup for us in a long series, but I don't, I don't buy it. Yeah. I mean, Buffalo lost the, what was it? 10 four tonight. The, (laughs) the, the worst match, the, the worst matchup for us in a long series is still the hurricanes and it's not. Yeah. But you don't have to worry about that to the conference final. So you got to worry about trying to get through the first two. And we have, we will, absolutely unequivocally without a friggin' comet hitting this planet. Like we're going to, the, the team will have home ice throughout. So that's what we're, you know, that's yeah, what hurt us. Wood, yeah. Hurt, yeah. Hurt. That's what hurt them last year in that series against Carolina. It was all home team wins, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, no, exactly. So there's, there's plenty of room for adjustments. A lot of adjustments are going to be made. I'm not too worried. It's, it was one of those rare, ugly losses for the Bruins, but back to the drawing board. Thankfully, we got a team back-to-back against a team like Detroit. They're feisty, but the Bruins are still the better team. I think it should be. It gives the opportunity for younger guys to play. I, maybe you'll get Laku back in the lineup. Maybe you'll get, I doubt you'll see Zaboro, but I'd imagine you're going to see Clifton, at, if not both games, at least one of the games. Um you might even have the luxury of rest. Say you win Saturday night. You might even have the luxury of sitting Bergeron or, or health bombing Bergeron or Martian or guys like that because there's there. Monty has been talking a lot about load management, something they're going to take serious. I mean, you saw what was it Monday when they were back at practice? Uh, no Krejci or Bergeron, and he said it was like senior citizen. Uh, day or something like that. Monty's a jokester, bro. Yeah. You know, my favorite thing that you said, the most beautiful thing you said in all of that was that you said it was one of those rare, ugly losses by the Bruins. And you know what I'm thankful for as a fan this year is that those have become rare now because that yeah. shit used to happen all the time. Ugly losses. And you'd be like, Fuck, oh, man, like, and that's going to happen a lot in the near future, to- probably. Yeah, I mean, be better. You didn't need to lose that game. And that's how yeah, I, I mean, feel. Just like, going back to last season itself, how many times have we just had, how many times last season did we have those ugly second period or third period? Couldn't score period. it even straight. Yeah. Like, last you know. year, definitely needed the power play. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, but that, not this team. This team is, this team is nah, a quality it, team, top to And bottom. the thing is, they're too talented. They Their coaches are too good. The power play is going to get fixed at some point. It's been in a rut as of lately. I know that mm-hmm. it's been pretty fucking bad, but it's going to. I mean, it it got taken back tonight, but that was a power play goal. That was a power play goal by Krejci. You yeah. know, it was like what thirty four, thirty eight yeah. seconds after uh, Zaka was barely offside. So it's just that was a power play goal. I mean, maybe they feed off that energy and they and, and they moved Orlov up to the first uh, power play unit. Um, not much life like, out of the power play tonight. It's a it's a game of centimeters, and you can't win those situations. So, like, it is a win that they scored on the power play. They did everything right. There was just a body in the wrong position. That's all. And so, yeah. that's the crazy. That's the shitty thing about offsides is that it's so easily misunderstood. And like, well, why does it matter right there? Like, you know, like 
you know how that like people used to say like oh well the reason these rules exist is so you can't run up the score or whatever like steve spurrier used to get in a bunch of heat back in like his florida gators days where he'd like just freaking pile on these teams and put 70 points on the board like it was fun you know yeah and people be like yeah he's always running up the score and my response to that was his response to that which is like be better like be faster be better stop it (laughs) you know what i mean play defense whatever whatever it takes like don't blame me for your shortcomings just because my team is really good. And I, I don't think that like getting rid of offsides would mean teams would run up the score. I just, I just think that it's so easy to like not be able to see it. Like you can be, you could look at it and be like, yeah, I don't see it. That's dumb. Like yeah. that's a, that's a shit call. They wouldn't have made that call in this scenario or whatever, you know? So, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, that that offside call had literally nothing to do with the play itself. So exactly. it's, when, it, it's when it goes back after however many seconds it goes back to, um, you know, to review. And you're kind of just sitting there waiting where it literally had nothing to do with the play. It's just it's just annoying. And I think it's a problem in the game as you're trying to grow the game. I think there's better ways that they could probably approach this whole situation. But mm-hmm. it's just like because I mean, as soon as the team takes into the zone, the other coaches for the opposing team are like looking at the cameras. So like as soon as they challenged that, you knew it was going to come back. But no one saw it. Literally, no one yeah, saw it. Watching no one called itself. it. And that's, it's very similar to like, OK, like soccer. I know the offsides makes a lot of difference because you don't want teams like hanging out in the middle and cherry picking on that big ass field. These guys are up and down the ice so fucking fast. Why does it really matter? dude? just be fast, you know? Then when you look at like football, like a weird rule that happens in there is like when the play gets blown dead, but it's clearly a fumble that could have been returned for a touchdown. But, oh, we blew the whistle. So that touchdown isn't going to exist. Like you can't pick up that ball and advance it because I blew this stupid ass whistle. Like, well, that's dumb. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's similar to that, I think, is why it needs to be less stupid. That's all. It doesn't need to go away. It just needs to not be dumb. and. Like minimally educated people on the game of hockey need to be able to understand it. That's all. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree there. It's just it. They're trying a little bit too much with it. I forget what play it, ne- it was. I think it was a play that happened in the playoffs. It might have been between San Jose and in Vegas itself. In I that totally crazy forget. four goal comeback or whatever. It, it could have been that. I totally forget. But there's one egregious play that was like clearly offside. So then that's when they kind of made it the review thing, like made it reviewable. And ever since then, it's kind of just, man, it's just been. That sounds like almost as dumb as as Rob Manfred in baseball. Like, oh, this one person complained that this took too long. So we're going to make all these rules. And dude, you're not going to get new viewers to baseball. When you do, you're going to get viewers that have ADD and they're going to bail as soon as they get bored. You know I what will, I mean? Like I will say though, I do like the pitch clock. I haven't been watching enough spring training to kind of like get a taste for it yet. Um, but I actually got rid of MLB, uh, the, the streaming package this year because I don't, I can't watch my local team on it. It gets blacked out anyway. And so I just, I'm always consuming so much of something at any given time that I just decided, you know what? If I want to watch baseball in the middle of the day at the office, like I used to with MLB TV, I can just find a bootleg stream and watch that game. You know? Yeah. Like if I want to watch the Sox game, cause they're playing a day game, I'll pull it up and find it. 
So yeah, but, yeah. Now there's there's plenty of ways to find it. Um, yeah. But yeah, obviously it's kind of tough. Like it's it's a little bit different kind of vibe, different kind of energy. Talking after just a Bruins loss, where a rare blown lead like this, but. It's been a hell of a ride. The the trade deadline was fucking amazing. Um, that was fun. You're yeah. hearing that Felino and Hall. Felino's going to be out longer than Hall. Halls could possibly come back towards the end of the season, end of March. So that's encouraging. And when you have all your guys, it's going to be a scary fucking but team. Here's the thing, though. Like Felino's purpose on the team probably extends off the ice almost as much or more than any other player. So like him being around the team means he can still like, he may not be able to play, but what are the, there's not any rules that he can't like be around. Right. And like, no, he's, he's still around the team. Yeah. 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 So he just, can he be on the bench? I I know in the NBA, the players, the guys that are out can be on the bench and stuff, but he can't be. No, he's up on the ninth floor. He's with you know what I'm house. talking about? Like guy, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Like guys in the like sitting on the bench with the rest of the team, but they're in like a suit. Yeah, no, in basketball. I, those, yeah. yeah, okay. If, on, okay. For, for hockey, it's just the coaches and training staff, basically. I've, I've honestly, I've just never paid attention like to what the rule is on that because it's never come up in the time that I've been watching hockey yeah. until now. And then like I'm like, okay, Felino, as long as he can be around the clubhouse and he can still be part of like the fun like camaraderie that this but even so like he might be up on the ninth floor but he can hop in in between periods you know give them some words of encouragement help them out he Um, can still do the other half of his job that is not only that yeah Yeah. and he's great off the ice like you said but not only that he's having a hell of a fucking season with the boys and i love aj greer he doesn't have it every single night but i would you know you're really missing having felino there versus aj greer i'm i'm sorry oh, i like dude, greer, on, but... i i love felino i actually almost bought a felino jersey last year but i refused oh, to buy it from the nhl shop if they made me customize it to get it i was like no if i want oh, felino dumb. you should offer it to me yeah it's like my buddy wanted to get a swayman jersey last year and he was a rookie and uh he he was like, but I, he's like, I'm only going to buy it if it's available in the store and I don't have to customize it. Cause I think that's cheating. Like that's dumb. Yeah. And I, and I, I can, I can respect that game. You know, and you should so, be able to buy every NHL players Jersey. If they're in the NHL. Absolutely. Like if they're on the NHL roster, you shouldn't have to yeah. customize it. Right. You should be able to click on any name on the roster, dude. Stupid. So, um, the, I was on the phone with Eric today earlier. Like the that's my buddy that grew up out there, and um, he's eventually going to jump on the podcast with me at some point whenever I make another appearance. But he's excited about that too. Uh, we were talking about it, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to record with Nick tonight after the game." And he's like, "Dude, Uncle Nick!" And we started busting up laughing because everyone calls <laughs> Felino Uncle Nick, and I yeah. was like, "Yeah, dude, Uncle Nick's out right now, so I think we need. I think we need." Uh, our boy to step in and be the new uncle Nick for the team, you know, for the fans at least like, <laughs> so everyone that's listening can just shout out this shout out downtown Boosie as uncle I, Nick. Okay? I might have to change my personal Twitter handle to downtown uncle Boosie. Oh, let me see. There we go. <laughs> downtown uncle Boosie. I uncle love it, Boosie. dude. So yeah, I think that we need to coin that today for you because we we currently don't have our uncle Nick on the ice, but we can have you on Twitter and through the podcast world. 
Yeah, I, I, I can. The least I can do on my end for the boys, for the team is mm-hmm. implement myself, basically take over charge as being the Uncle Nick on yeah. for the Bruins fan, for for the Bruins uh, Twitter and this, fan. And this family would embrace that. That's the thing. This is a family, bro. I, I was talking 100%. on Twitter. The, we, we were on there the other day and like someone was like going at, I don't know if it was like a fake account or a bot account, but someone was going at, at Lauren about something and and then, you know, like didn't like oh. the fact that she was talking about hockey because she was a girl and like they call her a puck slut or whatever it was. Yeah. And I'm like, I was like, dude, like you guys don't understand. This is a family that protects each other, bro. We're not coming in here to protect her, you know, because she's the cute girl in the fan base or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like we're in here because like she does know her shit and she loves this fucking team as much as anybody. Shut your mouth. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'll, like, I'll I'll protect those you know Twitter people, all of them, bro. Bruins fam, yeah. uh, Bruins Twitter fam on Twitter because these fucking idiots on the other side of Twitter have no idea how much time I have on my hands. Like, you you want to fucking me too, bro. Me too. <laughs> I have a ton of downtime. You want to come in my fam? I'm gonna, buddy. You have no idea Seriously, how much time I, I have. Holy I, I did have a blast going at the Oiler analytics guy the night that we beat the Oilers. But the next that was day, fun the first time, but now it's like, all right, people stop yeah, giving into like, it. You know, if you don't give into it, he'll he'll stop. Like, or he won't yeah. because he has no self awareness. But that's He's, on him, not us. Well, know? also, if you look at it, he has the same people retweeting, same five people retweeting all his stuff. It's all his burners. So it's like, right. dude, like. He's fucking pathetic. He probably buys his followers or some shit. But anyways, enough of that fucking clown. How are we feeling? Because I, I want to shoot it over to Bobby's corner real quick uh shortly. But before we before we do that, because there's a lot of stuff to take away from Bobby's corner. Uh, but before we do that, give me a grade. Give me a grade for the Bruins trade deadline. Your grade. Uh, obviously, me and Brett have already you- talked about it. Yeah, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna go with the non nepotism grade, <laughs> um, because it would be really easy to say they fucking nailed it. It's a plus status, but I would say like in the A minus to the A range, or like maybe. Yeah, yeah I, I, I. It's hard because they got Orloff and Hathaway before the actual deadline day, and they had already played a couple of games by the time the Bertuzzi thing happened. And yeah. So, for me, it kind of like with all the excitement around deadline day for Bruins fans, it was kind of like, oh, wow, we had a Bertuzzi. That's amazing. That's great. And look what we, we you know, gave up for him. Not much. That's an even better. But, dude, these other guys have already contributed a bunch. Like I, the rich are just getting richer. So I think it kind of killed a little bit of the hype around it for me. But it, it, Don Sweeney pulled out. He pulled some some rabbits out of the hat bro like he yeah. really really did you know he's he was a magic man with those deals they were very team friendly deals um he can't draft anyway so who gives a fuck about draft picks let's get this cup dude you know what i mean like i that's what i like is is let's get this cup maybe it encourages this these older guys to stick around one more time and try to run it back but like getting the one would be amazing and yeah. Yeah, our draft is going to struggle for the next few years, but there's ways to repair that later down the road too, you know, before those picks even matter. And like, like Brett was saying last week, I think it was last week or last episode, he was saying something about the guy that it, that top twenty or that twenty twenty five first rounder that we gave away. That kid's playing; he's like fourteen years old, playing 
on the ice somewhere in Western Canada or whatever. I can't remember exactly uh, what 20, he said, but it was yeah, it was 2024. Oh, no, it okay. was a, so okay. we don't have a first round draft pick till 2025, but oh yeah, but he made a he made a very sarcastically like um overestimated joke about the kid's age and being on the back backyard pond. And I thought that was funny. I was like, yeah, yeah, dude. But like Don can't draft anyway. So, you know, he's not draft Don. He's freaking he's he's uh like fleece Don. He fleeces. You yeah. Trader Donnie. He's Trader Donnie's a much better GM yeah. than draft Don drafty Donnie. Dra- yeah. Draft Don. Like draft Don. Drafter. Don but, Draper? No, I, I, I was, I walked away happy, thrilled with the trade deadline. Who gives a fuck about these draft picks when you're going all in this this year? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, I was, I was all for that. Um, he's awesome. He just looks, yeah. Like he 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 fits right in. He had a great first game. Uh, he's only going to get more more and more comfortable. Uh, actually, funny enough, a buddy of mine, Maddie, he went to uh. He went to pucks and paddles and he actually got to talk to Bertuzzi a little bit when he was there. And he was saying, he's like, he's like, so how did you like, cause he was curious. He was one of the first guys he's talked to. He's like, how'd you find out about the trade? Like, did you know you're going to get traded? He's like, he's like, I was surprised, but it wasn't. Um, they told me basically in January that they're not actively shopping me, but if people call, they're going to take the call and they're not going to pass up on like a really good option. Basically, or package that they get for him. And so he kind of saw it coming because he knew teams would come knocking for him. He's a hell of a player. So he wasn't necessarily surprised, um, but he was, he was thrilled to go. I mean, he could have just been saying that, but he was thrilled to go to the Bruins. I mean, he's a, he was saying like, it's uh it's funny and being like teammates with Martian now and stuff, but yeah. Cause they, they went at it for years, right? Like they did not, they were, I not feel buddies. like every Bruins player went at it with Tyler Bertuzzi over, over the years, but yeah, yeah. no, they did. And I'm excited for a guy like to see what he can do in the playoffs as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be a fun time, man. We have a really, we have a really tough stretch coming up. Like it's going to be a marathon, but like the, the fun of the playoffs will be upon us very soon after. And then any, and then it, you know, it's a whole new season. Anything can happen. The Bruins could absolutely, you know, squander this opportunity, but i I don't feel confident because I'm like, yeah, they're the big bad Bruins, the best fucking team in the league. I feel confident because I watch the games and I see how yeah. good they are. I see I see the lack of mistakes they were making for the past three or four seasons with a lot of same players on the ice. You know, like I see the fact that we're not obsessed and totally married to the perfection line anymore. And some people are even sick of hearing that term, you know, like, oh, fuck like, that. I have, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't like I don't like to talk about the perfection line. Like it's just like Cassidy was so obsessed with like sticking with it and then like what happened last year down the stretch he broke it up and there was a lot of really 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 good stuff happening after he, after he made that change. The check line this year has been outstanding. Like It's been so fun to watch. It's been so fun to watch. Those guys are countrymen, they love each other. They grew up in the same, you know, areas of like leagues and shit you know all the juniors and however they call whatever they call it over there i don't know is it if it's still just juniors or but amateur i don't know what kind of league they play in over there yeah but their puey or amateur days 
were spent together for the most part, or at least they know a lot of the same people. Well, playing on the national team as well, and the and the you know, yeah. Um, No, it's nice because you you have the luxury of breaking up that line. And now Krejci has two wingers with lethal shots. If only Zaka would shoot a little bit more. And he's openly admitted that, that he needs to shoot more. Just sometimes you see that reluctancy from him and it's frustrating at times, but he's getting there. Um, The line's been a blast to watch. While you're talking about Pavel, I do want to mention really quick because I think Eric would be disappointed in me. You know, there's a lot of really cool Bruins fans on Twitter that 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 think all the boys are cute. It's like we've got a ton of girls in this family that like love the boys, right? Like they have all their crushes and everything. I gotta say, like siblings week, Pavel Zaka's sis- sister, smoke show, unbelievable. I was like, dang, dude, like <laughs> I want to go to siblings week. How do I how do I roll upon there? So like Eric had to call me and he's. He's like, dude, did you see the whole like sibling pictures on Instagram? And I was like, yeah, I think that's super cool, man. They were all flying together and everything. He's like, did you see Pavel's sister? And I looked and I was like, yeah. holy shit. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's a compliment. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm saying nice things about her, but holy moly, she was they were all cute and adorable and fun to see them all together celebrating, too. That's also something that happened since the last time I recorded. Yeah, that, that was but, that was a blast to uh, watch that and see all them together. So that was yeah. cool. And but then, um, them, them being on the road and going to the guitar store and everything was really really cool. Yeah, like, no. as a as a music guy, Pretty... I want I want to be. I think I found my dream job. I want to be there. I want to be the team music coach, and I want to like yeah, yeah. take them to guitar. I want to take them to guitar stores on the road and tell them, you know, like make sure they get the right thing for them, and and uh, and I'll just be their gear guy. I'll be their gearhead and and teach them how to play guitar. And sure. pretty sweet road trip to go on for the siblings holy shit nashville and dallas absolutely oh my dude. god man ton of fun and that was a fun game in dallas too oh Whew. yeah yeah no fun game so anyway um you want to talk you, did you want to take toss it over to yeah Bobby? so let's uh because he brings up a lot of good points in bobby's corners so with that being said folks here is bobby fucking brewski have fun enjoying bobby's corner folks From the beaches of Winnipeg, under the palm trees of the West End, it's Bobby Bruski. Welcome to another edition of Bobby's Corner, recording live on International Women's Day. How are my homies? I hope you're doing good. Hope the day was well. Hope you're safe. A little white one for you. Vancouver Hardcore. Straight from the emergency room scene. I, uh, I've seen him a few times. Most notably, I remember I saw them in 2013. They played this place called Negative Space. It was an abandoned appliance store in downtown Winnipeg. Um, and I remember walking through the front door, totally by accident, not reading the instructions online. Uh, and I just found this, this abandoned shop with layers of dust everywhere and I knew there was a punk rock show, though, because I smelled cheap beer, and I heard a ruckus, so I kind of made my way throughout this place. Found a sketchy door, kind of gave it a shake, and it opened up, and lo and behold, there were a couple hundred punks selling, you know, Lucky Extra for, like, two bucks a pop or something, if memory serves me correct. It was awesome. Uh, I married during White Lung's set, Mish Way, their lead singer. Someone had ran up to them. Uh, tried taking her mic away to sing along or scream. 
just being a drunken buffoon, but she fucking ripped the mic back and just bam, 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 ran this dude's head. He just ate shit onto the floor and she looked into the crowd and was just like, this is my fucking microphone. Don't you try and fucking take it. It was amazing. Um, speaking of amazing, the how about them Boston Bruins, man? What is that, 10 straight now? Depending on when you're listening to this. And I love that they went back and played in the East for a little bit, even though it was just for a couple beers. Um, I've been seeing a lot of articles, hearing some of the analysts, some of the podcasts talk about when this magical run is going to end. And more, some of them even predicting how it's going to end. Buffalo is one of those teams, though, that some, uh, some analysts and people picking may be the team that upset us. Uh, if that's the case, Thursday night showed that that could be a maybe a risky bet. Um, is Buffalo a bad team? No, but they're just a few pieces away from contending against a team like the Boston Bruins. And uh, great little tribute to Taylor Hall that night with the final score of 7-1. to one. Gotta love it. Um, it's going to suck because I know Buffalo and their fans are going to remember that game when they are good. And we are very, very close to that reality. Uh, Saturday, though, I'm at Tom Reed's Hockey Pub in, in St. Paul, state of hockey. Man, this place was sick. You could just walk around with a beer and just look at all the memorabilia on the wall. Um, being a big NHL, uh, big 1980 Team USA fan, it's cool. It's cool to see a lot of uh, American players get love because we don't really do that up here in Canada. Very biased. Um, but I guess Saturday afternoon, they put the game on the big projector. Shout out to them because that was awesome. They didn't have to do that. It was our first look, though. After a crazy deadline, after many trades, after surprises, we finally got to see Vladimir Tarasenko and Patrick Kane in New York Rangers uniforms. And I got to tell you, it wasn't as cool and as spectacular as it was seeing Tyler Bertuzzi in a Boston Bruins jersey. Let's hear it for Tyler Bertuzzi. Come on. And if you're in a big arena, everyone would go, ah. Um, it was awesome, though. Guy looks like he fits right in. Sets up coil with the goal. The little Freddy shout. Freddy! That was sick. Um, I love him already. Very selfish of me to ask, but with the Edmonton game coming up, I think it'd be very poetic if uh, he could score his first goal. Um, and because uh, I really need the better half of the bestie bong, big Bruins energy, Lauren, I need them to buy that fucking jersey. I think the world would be a lot better place if we had the homies wearing Bertuzzi Bruins jerseys. Just my opinion. But what about your opinion? Toronto already knows who they're playing in the first round. New Jersey already knows who they're playing in the first round. But who do you want to play in the first round? Who are you most scared of playing in the first round? Let us know. Tweet back at OnlyBruins1 or at Brett Howard, Beehive Brett, Bobby Bruski. Let us know. It's got to be a team that you're not too fond of. We all have them. It's okay. I don't want to play the Ottawa Senators in the first round. They got better. They got Jacob Tricken. That's who we were supposed to get. They got him. Goalie's a little suspect. That's fine. We don't play really well against third-string goalies. It's okay. It's our fucking biggest flaw. Gotta tell you, though. Pittsburgh, healthy Crosby, can never discount that out. Never. 
Although the Islanders would be very poetic. It was last time Krejci was in the playoffs, got eliminated by them. Be great if he returns to the playoffs and goes through some unfinished business. Once again, just my opinion, I'm just here for the good times, the beers, and the great story to tell my kids in 20 fucking years. I don't know about you. I am going to take a moment, though, to apologize, especially if you're wearing headphones. Or if you're driving in a car and volume's blasted. That heavy breathing you hear, I'm not aroused. I am fully clothed. I am just going through a bit of a head cold right now. And uh, just fighting through it. I got the tea. I got the Guinness. I got the soup. I got the vitamin C pumping through my fucking veins. But I wasn't missing Bobby's Corner, baby. Gotta get that shit out to the airwaves. So the heavy breathing, just know. That's me. You're okay. You good? Are we all right? All right, a few things before I leave because we do have a pretty long stretch of games ahead of us. A lot of beers I need to be crushed. Um, first things, I am trying to get back to everybody's DMs. I'm terrible at answering those. I do apologize, uh, which can lead to my next thing. This may make you feel uncomfortable. That's okay. I'm all ears. I am always open to talk to you about your opinions. We could argue about it, but at the end of the day, let's just try to work it through. I did pin a petition on my Twitter account. It's petition E4268. And it's requesting the Canadian government to grant asylum to transgender and non-binary people from countries that have laws that are hostile to them, which do include the United Kingdom and the United States. I do believe it's only open to Canadian residents, so if it, you are a Canadian resident, please, please look into it. Um, especially with that shit the Minnesota Wild recently pulled, uh, one of many teams. I think it's important to remind that community that, A, not only you welcomed, but B, you are a part of the community. C, this can be a safe community for you. We're always going to watch out for you. Um, I got to ask, though, because this can be a better sport. This should be a better sport. So we have to start asking, why isn't it a better sport? I also want to send my condolences to Lena Solmark and his family. They lost their dog, Barry, on Wednesday. Um, it's fucking devastating. You know, you lose things in life, you lose people, but man, losing a pet, that's a hole you can never necessarily fill. We got 20 games left until the next season starts, so let's show him the support, baby. He's had our back all season, it's time for us to have his. You've been great. I've been Bobby Brewski. I'm going to send it back to the boys, Brett and Boosie. Remember, when you hit a wall, just kick it in, baby. Let's go, bees. I'll see you next week. And that was Bobby's Corner. This guy's five for five, doesn't miss. This has been one of my favorite segments. Um, it's been a blast having him do these. <laughs> and he's just... Oh my god, the, the dude's just fucking hilarious when, and genuine. When you listen to it and you know like his antics on Twitter and and you just like visualize him sitting in a room by himself, like talking to himself about hockey, yeah. you just like it's the most adorable thing you can imagine. You're just like, dude, this guy belongs in this fan base yeah. as much as anybody could, dude. Like, oh my you know, god, from and then like. And, Watching his adventures last week in Minnesota. Oh, he was a freaking train. Oh, dude, he was just 
just a walking train wreck bar to bar dude all i the, loved yeah, it yeah all it the videos great. he was making the dude was fucking living his best life i'm so happy for that guy uh he's been one of i say like every episode he's one of my favorite interactions on twitter uh i can't wait to he's fucking fun. meet him one day because he's a fucking legend uh but he does bring up a lot of good points in bobby's corner um for sure man actually and Shout out to Bobby for fighting through a, that head cold. What a fucking warrior he is. Not a big deal, but I'm not I, I'm not going to just make the judgment or the uh, assumption that he gave it to himself walking around St. Paul getting hammered over. The <laughs> yeah, weekend, yeah. But, you know, we love you, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's bound to happen when you're walking yeah. around dive bar. Like when he said bar. he had a head cold and I was like, no shit you do, dude. But I mean, yeah. God bless you. I hope you feel better. <laughs> He's just still recovering from the weekend he had himself because he also went to Bruce Springsteen. So that is pretty cool. He did see the boss. Yeah, what a fucking show that must have been. But he did bring up a good point. Um, He kind of asked, like, what team do you least want to face in the first round? And what team would you rather play in the first round? I kind of have one off. I think he brought, I remember correctly, he brought it up. one of my teams, one of my teams that I would least want to play in the first round. I mean, as of right now, like if the season ends today, we have Pittsburgh. Give me Pittsburgh all fucking day. But a team I don't really want to play in the first round, and I don't see it happening because they got a lot of catching up to catching up to do is mm-hmm. uh, Ottawa. Ottawa's a tough fucking team. They added Chitrin, like you said. Are Are they on the outside looking in right now? Yeah, so as of right now, yeah. they have a game in hand. I think they're actually playing tonight, but they have a game in hand. They're six points back, so it's it's going to be tough for them. They're winning right now against Seattle, so Ottawa probably going to be, be four tricky. points back. They can be tricky good, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, well, that's that's like, the thing. Like What Brady Kachuk's doing for that team over yeah. there, he's creating all the energy, and they're all just following along, and it's exactly what that team needs, and them adding Chitrin. They got some good defensemen back there now. And you can be, and the thing is, you can be mildly excited for that fan base a little bit too, because they've been in the tank for a minute, right? Like, oh, I was, I was happy like, to see Chitron yeah. go there because it's a good yeah. fit for him. It's a good, he, like, and, and he's from there, correct? Is he uh-huh. the one that signed with the senators in the offseason that grew up there? No. There was, there was a free agent they signed in the offseason that grew up there, and I always lose his name every time I think about it. Broussard? Oh, Ottawa. I mean, Giroux. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Giroux grew up there, and he was, like, super excited to bring his family back there and everything, and so, yeah, they got good things going there. You're right. They would be a tough – they would be a tricky, kind of slimy matchup. They'd be a tough out because they're young and dumb enough to, like, not really really realize what they're up against, and they've been kind of a pest to the Bruins this season. Uh, They did beat the Bruins earlier this season, right? They were the first so. loss, the first loss of the year when we were three nothing. We went up. There yeah, kinda, it was it, that was a true trap game though too, and we didn't know how good this team was at the time. Yeah, right um, but, we were just fun. We were just excited that we were off to winning ways. I mean, like I didn't think it was going to be forty nine nine and five. Yeah, by March and 10th. there's no way <laughs> Buffalo's making it now. They're gonna they got fucking their shit pumped tonight. Uh, yeah. You got teams like Ottawa. Washington, that, but Washington that's what has I was, like trying to figure out is everyone's like, oh, Buffalo would be a terrible matchup for the Bruins in the playoffs. They're fucking so far off from even making the playoffs. Yeah, they're not they're not gonna make it, especially after that loss tonight. But also, um 
a team of uh, Panthers could be a little bit scary too. Panthers could so, be a little bit scary as well. But if I'm looking at all these teams in the uh, wild card spot right now, and the team's looking in, give me Pittsburgh. I know they got Crosby. I yep. know they got Tristan Jari one healthy. I know they got Melkin, but yep. give me them. They're old. They're old and slow. The give th- me them. They're, they are old and slow, but people could, people could have said the same thing about the Bruins this year. If, if the roles were reversed, that they were old and slow. Right. So like, um, but they're not slow. They're just well. But the thing is, they don't the have older a poster side. knock. They don't have a poster knock. They don't have a Charlie Coyle. They don't have like yeah. They got Chris Letang, but they don't have a Lindholm. They don't have a well, McAvoy. Like one thing I will give Pittsburgh is that they do have something that always comes turns out to be very very important in the postseason of every sport. And playoff pedigree is a real thing. Like yeah, it's a true no, for real sure. thing. And as a franchise. They have had a ton of success since the turn of the century. Like not, I mean, they have three cups, but like they've, they've been there at the end so many other years that they weren't getting the cup, you know, like it was like pretty much, they were the class of the East for what, from 2005 to, or from like maybe around 2007 to 14, I would say close to it. Yeah, yeah. Around the, around that time, and then they had like a lull for a year or two, and then they come back and win two cups. Yeah, you know? they you always had to consider them as a chance to get out of the East, but I think Boston's in that echelon too in terms of how they continuously make the playoffs, and honestly, they've beat themselves as bad as they've been beaten in the playoffs over the last few eliminations for them. Um. But yeah, I I would give Pittsburgh the playoff pedigree nod, and they do have someone who was once the best player on the planet, you know, um, and he's still extremely good. And you know what's crazy about Crosby now, as opposed to like young Crosby, that dude has developed into a like a really 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 good leader for that <clears throat> franchise. Like he yeah. has turned into what um, Lemieux always was all those years like that older dude right like that just loves Pittsburgh through and through that's his team that's his squad he's never worn another sweater and like he gets those guys to play well I mean they played pretty well at Fenway for the most part you know that was a tight game (laughs) so I don't know man I think yeah you're right give me Pittsburgh for sure they don't necessarily terrify me, but I do want to give them their credit that they deserve because I'm not delusional. But I, I, I don't know, man. Like the Islanders win games like they won tonight, so they freak me out a little bit. Like they had no yeah, business winning tonight. They, they could they, be a tricky team, but they have they've played three more games than other teams, or basically anywhere from two to three to four more games than other teams looking in right now. So they had a nice win tonight, but it's going to be tough for them. They had a massive win actually over uh, Pittsburgh tonight. So it's going to be tough for them, but what about the, what about the caps? Do does playoff OV scare you? Not one bit. He, they lost one of their better defensemen. Their goaltending has been sus. Oh yeah. Why would we be worried about the Cavs? We just depleted them. We just fleeced them. Yeah. That's why I never even considered question. Yeah, <laughs> I was just I was just looking at the list and I realized we hadn't brought up the caps and I was like, well, playoff Ovi is a different Ovi, though. 
That, well, that's why like, I never brought them up, though, because that there's I just yeah, don't see any chance. Right. I I, I forgot about the fact that we already we already picked what was left on the bones. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. I mean, they got Craig Smith though. He scored. He almost had a Hattie the other night. Good for him. I'm Craig happy Smith, for him though. Yeah. Do you think Craig Smith is a Bruin for the rest of the year, like in our hearts and our minds, and we want him to have as much possible personal success? One hundred percent. Yeah. How can you not? How can you not be happy for that guy? Yeah, I love that guy. And I think just going forward, I hope he's always successful wherever he's at. Yeah, and I hope he gets a decent ticket on the way out, uh, like in free agency. And I hope this isn't his last year. And I pray to God he's protected from having to end up with like teams like the friggin' Leafs at some point or something like that. Like just well, he he should be happy that he just didn't end up in Arizona dumping off his contract. Oh, to 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 pick up uh, what's his face. What about Jacob? Uh, who was that guy? Chitrin, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Guy, dude, so that's what's, what's crazy about the trade deadline is there were so many big names getting thrown around. I literally have a hard time remembering all of them. Like Patrick Kane was easy because it's Patrick Kane. It's like pretty easy, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah. did but it's Taves crazy how traded? that trade like, itself went like, down because yeah, it's crazy how that trade itself went down because they had to clear so much like cap space so many moving pieces they couldn't actually like they had the deal they had the trade in place but they 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 couldn't do anything for a few days then they finally get him and the bruins fucking get i mean patty kane finally got his first point and first goal as a uh, ranger tonight but it took him a few games yeah yeah i but a team like the rangers forget that you also need defense to win yeah, so. Florida, but, you know, just going down the rest of those last couple teams, like, obviously, Buffalo's screwed. Florida doesn't. I don't think Florida freaks me out at all. So you're right. Give me Pittsburgh. They're a team that Florida, uh, Florida Florida's, really, yeah, really give took me a Pittsburgh. step back Florida, this year. Florida's, the thing is, Pittsburgh's going to have to fucking grind to get in, and I think they're going to be fucking exhausted by the time. Or, did I say Florida? I meant Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is going to have to grind to get in. And I think they're going to be exhausted by the time, uh, by the time playoffs come around, especially with how my it, how many I'm miles at, those guys have on their legs. If I'm looking at this, I I feel like the way the standings look right now with with the Islanders and Pittsburgh in that in those wild card spots, I don't know if I see it changing, dude. Unless the Islanders find their way up into a better position in the division standings, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think I think that's probably going to be your two wild cards unless I, the only other team I can see making it, like you said, Ottawa, tricky, good. They could possibly make it. And Florida, those are the teams that I think. Could yeah, make it. everyone else, I would put a fork in for sure. Yeah, like. I'm just looking know. at the standings just like on the app, and I know there's games that aren't complete tonight yet, but like. um. I don't think any of these teams are on the West Coast tonight, are they? So, like, they should all be wrapped up tonight. Yeah, because they all have 65, 66, 64. Well, you got the Senators playing right now. Oh, they're still on. They're still going right now. Yeah, they're in Seattle. They're up three to one at the end of the first. So, right. They're in Seattle. Okay. God, it's still, I'm still trying to get used to there being a team in Seattle. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I live out here, dude. I live out here in the West. And it's like, I still can't fathom. That. Yeah, you know, but they they speaking. could be a they could be a tough out though. They could be a tough out. I I think the Bruins have the experience. I think they're just a obviously better team overall, and they the number one thing they have over them that's a massive 
thing to have over them is goaltending. Mm-hmm. Goaltending and defense. I mean, yeah, they they better their decor, but they're still young. Bruins have mm-hmm. these veterans on the back end, especially a guy like fucking Orlov, who's won a Stanley Cup, who's gone on runs, who has playoff experience. Same with McAvoy with the playoff experience. Lindholm now, too. And now um, Allmark has playoff experience after last season. Not a lot, but mm-hmm. he does have Not some playoff yeah. experience. So, you know. Swayman actually played the majority of that series, too. Yeah, yeah. Allmark started, but then they quickly went to Swayman. A little a little quick on the uh, a little short leash for uh, Allmark, but I, I have a feeling that's a different story this season. Yeah, well, last year... You could tell that, like we talked about this last time I was on about Olmark, you know, the adjustments that he he and his family were having to make were probably a little more extreme than than we could realize, you know. And and when you look at like Carolina, it seems like they kind of play in like a small building that gets ruckus like really fast. It's a crazy yeah. ass crowd and they're passionate and they love it. And I think it's great. I really do. But like you could tell that he would like you could tell that that rattled him in game one, like right away. Was because because Olmark started game one, right? Yep. And then yeah, he, he and did. then he gave yeah. he gave up a couple of quick goals. We were down two to nothing before we could even like blink, if I remember correctly. I don't know. I tried to forget. I kind of forget. I, I they went yeah. back to him for game two, but I think he had a short leash or something like that. I forget. Yeah. And so I I definitely don't see that happening because like look at even Calgary, their building was not full that at for that game, but like they were loud and they were like into it and they were loving it. And they did think they were going to steal that victory that, that those fans did. But yeah. like, Olmark was like, no, you're not. No. <laughs> yeah. And, and the, the crazy thing is, is like that game, you can compare it to tonight. Like the Bruins played about the same type of hockey that night, but they found a way in that one. And this one, they just kind of let it slip away. And it's not, it's not, it, it has, this has, tonight's game if it was your first time watching this you heard that oh this team from boston is like if you're gonna watch hockey watch the bruins they're 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 crazy good they're super fast and they just blow out everybody or whatever if this was the first time you tuned in to see that this year because you know the playoffs are around the corner because there are a ton of fans that do that you know like they don't tune in they get hyped for the playoffs they start learning like me i don't watch every college basketball game all year but i try to watch like the tournament championships you know, going into the the big tourney because I'm going to make a bracket. I'm going to pay attention to it. I want to pay. Yeah. I want to watch the final four. Like, so, I mean, that's a fun event every year. So, like, there are fans that tune in right about now. And so, like, if you yeah, were, like, especially say, with, like, tonight's game, like you said, like, tonight's game being on ESPN Plus as and, well with McDavid and, having and then possibly not McDavid, going head to right, head. Right. Yeah. And so, like, when you if tonight was the first time you watched this team, then you wouldn't you'd be like, they're not what was advertised. And you're right. That was not a reflection of how this team plays. No, one hundred percent. I yeah. mean, the other the other sixty-two games you saw them play, like that, it's just it was a different team. Uh it, it was, was a it was team. an it was an ugly game. I mean, we got when we got blown out in uh rally last time we were out there. Like the Hurricanes game, right? Right after the oh, Florida the, stuff. the one that was the back to back on like a fucking Sunday afternoon. Sunday morning, it was like a Sunday morning. That shit was over before it started, man. Like that wasn't that wasn't a representation of the Bruins. You oh, know? everyone knew that was because it, oh yeah, because the night before you played Tampa Bay, 
And that, or I think and, it was Tampa Bay, or or no, maybe oh no, it's Florida. You played. It Tampa was Florida Thursday. on Saturday. You played yeah. Florida. You had that overtime loss, and then you went to Tampa, or you went to uh, the Hurricanes the next day and played. So that that was a scheduled L. Yeah. So fucking scheduling no bullshit. What What else did Bobby talk about? He he talked about something else too. Um, I'm trying to think. I had I had some in my notes. I. Th- I thought I had more in my notes. Um, he did bring up a good point. Uh, not well, uh, like not hockey related. You can go to his Twitter at Bobby Brewski, B O B B I E B R E W S K I. Uh, it's his pinned tweet, it's a petition. Um, I don't understand the entirety of it, but it has something to do with asylum, right? In Canada, yeah. asylum for yeah. I'm looking at it right now. So it says this petition is very important is requesting the Canadian government to grant us. I can never say this fucking word. You just said it. Asylum. 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 There you go. Boosie to transgender and non-binary people from any country that has laws hostile to them, including countries historically considered safe, such as the UK and the USA. Please share if you haven't already. It's his pinned tweet. If you're in Canada, and you want to support it, go over to his um go over to his page, check it out. Uh, I think it's a good thing that he's doing right and bringing the awareness and all that. So that's great on Bobby. Just goes to show what a hell of a guy he is. He he messaged he, when he emailed me the link too. He's like, if you don't want to get into any of that controversy, I'll edit it out, blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, fuck that. I'm like, it, it, this is this is only fucking Bruins, baby. We let it rip. What you want to talk about? It's yeah, Bobby's. And I replied not, back. I'm like, dude, it, it, it's Bobby's corner. It's it's your it's show, only, baby. It's not controversial unless someone chooses to make it such, right? So, like, and you know, there are going to be people who make yeah, it but such. But you know what? Like, but those people can choose to do what I do. There are a lot of topics that I personally just choose not to enter the public arena in because it always turns out to be such a fight. You know, yeah, and I just I, I would just rather not participate. I can choose not to participate no matter how I feel about a certain thing. You know what I mean? My views are my views. Your views are yours. And like in the end, I just want to love people and not and and have people love, you know, me. And yeah, I want to receive love back, you know, and so like fucking rights. I, I don't want to delve into like my like you know, walking theory on like whether or not a guy should wear the pride Jersey. Like it has nothing to do with me or the actual game of hockey. And I just choose to just not judge why that guy made that decision. And then a lot of people want to like attack and jump on him or whatever. But those same people, like the, the, if you look at the outrage over what, what Marshan said today or this week about the all-star game, about how he said Detroit was suspect and everyone turned that into a racist. Oh my God. Like, yeah. a thing about race. And it's like, see, you guys are choosing to be outraged about this. Cause it had nothing to do with that. Well, that's the problem with and social I know, media. I know they're not apples to apples, but it's, it's similar. The outrage is similar is what, is what I mean. That's the problem with social media is everyone has a voice and, there's a lot of people that maybe it should be taken away from because they don't know how to use it correctly out of love and respect for the other person that you're talking to. But, and that's, that's like you said though, like everyone has social media. So everyone has their own platform to voice their opinions, which 
great. Good on them, as you should be able to voice your opinions and mm -hmm. your thoughts and stuff. But you don't also need to be such a douchebag about it because there are people so douchey about it that come across yes. it in such a negative way and don't and maybe they don't mean to be so negative, but it just comes across that way. And all it takes is one fucking um influencer some someone with a fucking following to retweet it or like it and then it yeah. just blows up and then it creates even more it's wildfire and, and and but team and teams like teams like uh, um like minnesota and other teams that have done it like the rangers and stuff like like what are you doing you're you're making things worse by going back on what See, i don't really i don't really know what happened in Minnesota, I know Bobby. So mentioned they were they were going to they were going to have Pride Night. It was scheduled to be Pride Night because you know beginning of the season they set up they said yeah they one have night's they have a promotions night, calendar. But all then that they stuff. went out and said it was an organ organization decision. I'm like that is they it, they just decided not to have it. They withdrew yeah the promotion and and that's that's all. It's not like that's I, see, all. I thought, I thought it was a lot like the Ivan Provolov thing, but it was just more players. I thought it was like three or four players instead of one. Guy. I think it's the organization. It could be. Uh, see, see, I was I, I misunderstood. So when he said I, that, I shouldn't say with that. I I think it was organization sticking their neck out for the players. I don't think it's necessarily that. I I don't want to point the finger because I don't know yeah. anything. But I I think a lot of players, the player Minnesota just got a guy, didn't they? Oh yeah, so, so John wanna, Merrill, wanna... John Merrill. Before I forget this, John Merrill, he's a player for Minnesota now. He bought like a whole box, a whole suite for like thirty something LB LBG. Holy QT. shit! Yeah, fuck! I didn't want to fuck that up, dude. It's it's a it's a it's a mouth jumble when you're trying to say it fast and you're you don't say it all the time. You just read it all the time on yeah. paper. You know what I mean? I read it on a screen constantly, but I don't say it out loud a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, I think I said that right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a mind yeah. fuck, but it's you know you got to throw the plus on at the end. You got to throw the plus on. <laughs> yeah, at the end yeah. Too, right, and but <laughs> it's like he, okay. So he held that, and he's still stuck with that, and. The team went back on wearing the pride. Like, what harm is it wearing the pride jerseys? You have fans. You're trying to grow the game, and NHL teams are shooting themselves in the foot. Minnesota lost a bunch of fans, I'm sure. I'm sure the Rangers lost a bunch of fans. Mm -hmm. Um, and I hope it doesn't become the a trend because that's truly going to be disappointing. Because I feel like to grow this game, where a game where you've already had a lot of racial stuff happen in it, you've yeah. had. You know, the Provenov stuff happened like you need to be better. And if a player isn't comfortable with going out there in a pride jersey, he's got to face the music and he should be health bombed that night. He, I don't care if it's fucking Connor McDavid. I don't care if it's fucking Brad Marchand. They shouldn't be allowed to play that night if and they shouldn't get paid for that game either if they're just strictly because they don't want to wear. You know, I understand religions and stuff like that coming come into play but provenov said it was a religious thing but um ovechkin i, I, would, I do i do want to say that provolov is uh provolov yeah what is and yeah provolov he's russian orthodox and i from what i know i mean i grew up in i grew up in like a faith community and in, in the church and everything too so i know a lot about it and i've been part of it my whole life but definitely don't harbor the same like um judgmental feelings toward other people's lives that a lot of yeah like, a lot of christians choose that hill to die on and i just like i'm just like dude come on man just, just like 
if leave it leave it alone let let life happen let people be happy let people love whatever but like is it really going to affect your life that much no if if you're on the podcast with me and you're gay is that really and you're my friend is that going to affect me nothing to it has nothing to do with me yeah exactly like that's the thing is like i get it but i think that he's probably coming from like the place i don't know what what uh, Ovechkin said in response to it, but Russian Orthodox is probably way more extreme than a lot of, of the no, it, practices I'm sh- I'm that sure we it know. Is. But I, I, I brought this up with a friend at work earlier today because I figured this topic was going to come up and him and I have some like pretty f- philosophical conversations at work at times, you know, because we agree on a lot and we disagree on a lot. And he said, I think they probably, the public probably took that harder because Provolov might come from a country where people are like extremely prosecuted for those lifestyles. But the thing is, he's not the only Russian to like, right. There's also other Russians who have worn the jerseys and have supported. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure, but it's it's, also weird. Just as it's not my responsibility or my job or my um, task or whatever, or my, my right to judge anyone's lifestyle. It's also not my responsibility or anything to judge why he said what he said. He kept it short. He said, that's all I'm going to say about it. That is what it is. And I was just fine with not being outraged by it because you know what? I can't crawl on his head and figure out how hard it was for him to come to that decision because he knew he was going to take heat for doing it, right? So The problem is there's nowadays, especially nowadays too, there's always going to be one or two players. It's just kind of saddening to see teams take start to take part in it rather than yeah the team thing's player shocking being to me i didn't out. know about that going into this conversation i did not realize that that's what happened in minnesota that's shocking to me i can't believe a team would be that bold because yeah. that's that's like that's a that's a bad bad move dude it's Terrible. a bad move it's a bad move overall and yeah. i will say this i will say that one of the things that always bothers me personally bothers me about these events and, and these promotions is that I see the money grab aspect of it too, with all the merchandise and everything. And then it yeah. kind of makes my stomach turn a little bit. And I'm thinking to myself, would the NHL even be including this in their program? If there wasn't a ton of fucking money to be made, you know yeah. what I mean? Would they include a quote unquote, like Bobby said in his email to you, he said, if you don't want to talk about controversial things, I can edit that out. And you're like, no, we let it rip on only Bruins. Right. But like, would the NHL let's put their feet to the fire? Would they include it if there wasn't a shit ton of money to be made? Because it's controversial. So is it worth it's obviously worth that pay that bag to them? You know what I mean? To these teams yeah. and to the, to the league itself. Same with like the NFL with like the camo month throughout the whole month of November after you just did the whole month of October for cancer. Yeah. So like you have two straight months of just epic additional merch that people fall in love with and be like, oh, I got to fucking have that. Yeah, like Lauren, no, dude, I was stoked. I, I, I saw that. I saw on Twitter that Lauren bought Forbort's like rainbow stick. I thought that was yeah, so his great. Pride dude. Stick, yeah, that was awesome, man. Like they auctioned cool. all them off and stuff. So she was, um, she was so. I didn't even know that that was even happening. I didn't know that. that yeah, no, I, I saw a bunch of them getting auctioned off. I I went to actually go like look at it, um, yeah. because I wasn't necessarily like looking at those sticks as like something to frame or whatever i kind of personally wanted to use it on the ice myself dude that would have been hilarious yeah the, i wasn't paying that you, kind of price to probably break the stick in like two sessions do you watch, do you watch the bar down boys so, do time you know, to time do you know yeah. of them yeah yeah, yeah. Like, I, have you seen the one where jesse gets to go to Winnipeg oh, and like, like 
no, no, when Jesse gets to go to Winnipeg and like take part in like the skills competition. Oh, like, yes, yes, yes. Fan, I, I don't know if it was like a fan fest thing that was going on, but a lot like, of makes... NHL teams do that for their season ticket holders. OK, it seemed like a very intimate event. It did not it did not seem like it was attached to another big. Yeah, event. it seemed like an intimate like the lights were off. A DJ was playing loud music the whole time. And all that yeah, stuff. it looked like a party. So like. It was super cool because he made a bet with one of the players when they were in the locker room. And, and if he won the bet, the player had to do flame tape all over his blade or whatever. And like, oh no, gave, shit. I think he gave Jesse the flame tape stick at the end. I thought that was cool, too. You know, so, yeah, you're right. It'd be fun to like grab like one of those like special sticks and use it on the ice, like the St. Paddy's Day sticks or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I just kind of want to see what it's all about because you go to like the Bruins Pro Shop. Um you go to the Bruins Pro Shop and they still have like they still the, they're like that, they'll sell that, some sticks there, but like yeah. one of the some a lot of the sticks they fucking have there are like Aracala and um well, uh Lazar and stuff. I'm like, ah, I don't want to buy and they're cheaper, they're high-end sticks that go for like 340, 300 plus bucks here, but they're selling it for like mm-hmm. I don't know, two something. So if it was worthy enough, I'd buy it mm-hmm. and I could actually use it and and what, but it's just Dude, like, some of these guys get super creative with those special event sticks too. So they're more than just like a regular stick with a certain type of tape on it. Yeah. Some of yeah. these guys, some of you guys collab with, I don't know if you ever saw when Pete Alonzo was in that, the, when he won that second home run derby, all the, all the custom bats that he had. Oh, yeah. That he collabed with that artist, you know? Yeah. I yeah. thought those were super cool. But also that last picture that I drew of Pasta where he's wearing the, uh, where, I, I it said uh Gilmore pasta. no not the Gilmore one I sent you another one where it's got the sign from the north end and it says pasta is as Boston as Boston is pasta and he's like he it, it's it's the pose from the winter classic with like the pit viper sunglasses oh so, yes way, yes 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 yeah I just bought a pair of those look at the like if you look at the details on his stick, bro, like I, I tried my best to like recreate them. Oh, but yeah. they, it's such a small part of the artwork that they blend in with the rest yeah. of the piece. So like, but like just looking at the photo as reference, I was like, dang, dude, there's all sorts of cool stuff. He's got like green monster, like scoreboard shit happening on that stick and like baseball stitches. And it's super cool, man. Like I didn't realize like the detail that goes into some of those special event things. Oh, it's crazy. Like Marner skates at the, um, what, what the fuck? Skills competition. Skills competition. All-star game. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fun. um, But yeah, man, I, I think that's really cool that Bobby, you know, he not only is he an awesome dude, but he cares so much about other people, you know, like, and, and, He's using whatever platform he's had, and honestly, his platform's growing right now. Yeah, I mean, no, like, I I want to so, plug him his stuff because yeah, the guy who is so kind and genuine and hilarious, and it's just a platform that should and needs to grow. It's not just as a Bruins fan, but just as a person in general who's on Twitter because it's is he he's an awesome guy. You feel uh, the genuinity in it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. 100%. I, I've never yeah. met the fucking guy before. And yeah, he just was like 
we we met we interacted because he was a fan of the podcast <laughs> and the icebreaker for me was the five-year plan video i oh was like okay God, this guy's getting a follow what the hell's going that's, on here that's still dude, my that all time so out of funny. all the videos oh he's ever God, made that's dude. my all-time favorite video it fucking <laughs> the five that that's one, when i started losing it when he said i had that, a five-year plan that one and the one where he like wakes up in america because he was going to a different concert. I don't know if it was like Anthrax or something like that he was going to see. Oh, I don't know. And it was it was like about a month and a half ago. And he's like, wake, I love waking up in the United States or whatever. And he shows like the video of outside his hotel room. And he's like, flips back to his face. And he goes, it looks like Winnipeg. Because <laughs> it's like just <laughs> snow everywhere. And it looks all industrial yeah. from wherever his view was. You know, oh, I might have missed oh, that so one. Funny. Dude, that's a great little. It's like a five and a half second video it's nothing but yeah, it's like hilarious maybe maybe i'll have to go back and find he just that, looks but... like a little kid that's so disappointed and that's the day that i told you i noticed in his other videos from that particular trip how his like beanie's always just all crooked and he never fixes yeah, it yeah yeah he, it's always mess. like sideways yeah. and it's fucking hilarious it's just his yeah. signature look the the best part about guys like that is that they're super funny dudes they're not trying to be and like it's he's just, just being him yeah he's yeah a cool and it's so it's so um genuine and and unique and and deep rooted inside them and i yeah. and we can we can all only hope to be seen that way you know what i mean like so like we 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 can praise bobby for how hilarious and like uniquely funny he is like his brand of comedy is almost like being delivered to us by accident. Like we're seeing it by accident and it's like a fortunate thing that's happening in our lives while he's just living his, you know what I mean? Yeah. I love that, dude. I love, I, that's what I love about it is it's just very organic. No, it is. And, and that's, that's, you just said it best there. The dude's just fucking 100% organic and it just fucking, there's no way he just like, sits at home and then the next night he's like or the next day or a few days later he's like oh yeah i'm actually gonna make that video the i i feel like he just comes up with it on the spot he's like hey buddy take my phone real quick and seriously i want to be surprised you're in the fucking mall or something that's, that's what i'm you know saying what i, mean? I, I want to be surprised if half the people he has filming him he's just like walking by and it comes to his head and he's just like hey film this dude it it's similar, like when I watch like him just doing what he does, it reminds me like my eight year old daughter is like that. She's just got this brand of humor. She's eight years old and she's probably like one of the funniest humans I've ever encountered. And she has no idea. You know, she's eight years yeah. old. She's just she's just existing as herself. And like, I will stop what I'm doing and just watch her do her thing and she doesn't even know that I'm looking at her and she'll just be talking to herself or singing a song or dancing or like like coloring or making something some sort of craft or whatever and she's just doing it in such a funny way or just sitting and watching TV just the way she, her body language is just hilarious to me yeah and I and I'll be texting my ex-wife and being like this is the funniest kid I've ever seen in my life dude <laughs> yeah, yeah and she's like right dude she cracks me up and she's not even trying to she's just being Sadie and I'm like perfect that's all we can ask for. Uh, that reminds kids, me man. when when we ended, I gotta send you a video of my nephew that we took on my birthday. Uh, he's Uncle he, Nick. Uncle Nick, <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> coming uh, through. He learned this new thing about dragons, and it's just like, what is it? What is it? I posted on my Instagram, uh, one of my stories or whatever. And it's like, what is uh, what does a dragon do? And he just instantly opens his mouth like as wide as possible. It's fucking hilarious. It's just so good. Oh, nice. Cute um yeah, but anyways but bringing it back to the bruins real quick before we wrap this up we got a back-to-back -back, a home 
home in a way. Yeah, home home and home between both teams, I guess, technically. Um, against Detroit this weekend, home Saturday, on the road Sunday. How you feeling? You you predicting a sweep over the weekend? How you, how do you feel about yeah, it? Give me yeah, a little I, bit of a prediction. I I definitely think I mean obviously it heavily works out into our favor that it's that the opponent is Detroit, but you never know. Any team can get you. I mean, Coyotes got us once this year. So um I do before I get too deep into more hockey talk, and we were talking about Bobby and everything, and it reminded me that we should shout out Sarah. Um, I think her handle is like so called person or something like that. Today's her birthday. You had a birthday this week. Today is Sarah's birthday. Oh, um, yes. Um, yeah. The Sweet Caroline Hate account. And I've yet to ask what that means because I'm terrified I won't like the answer because I love Sweet Caroline, but I'm also because from California. They, they go over. <laughs> I'm assuming it's because yeah. <laughs> she goes to a lot of Sox games and they go overkill sure. yeah, with uh, Sweet Caroline. I mean, but I'm from uh, California and I love it. So, yeah. You know. I, mean, I mean, if. Yeah, you like that. Um, you like that though. Like I'm afraid so-called to ask because I don't. One. I don't yes, know if I Sarah. like the answer. <laughs> so-called person one at so-called person. Yeah, happy one. birthday to yeah, you, you beautiful birthday. soul. Absolutely, you're a freaking rock star in the fan base, and like a lot of the fun that we have on Twitter all it includes you as well. So, um, I just, dude, I love, I love that crew of people. But going into the games this weekend, for sure, I think the Detroit, Detroit back to back is it tips the scales in our favor just based on who the opponent is. But like, there's definitely work that needs to be done to after tonight, you know, like there's, there's things that they need to look at and double check and, and correct. And, you know, this isn't the kind of team or the kind of coach that is going to be like, you know what, if we just would have kept that power play goal, it would have been a different story. He doesn't think like that. He thinks like on to the next one that sucked. Get over it. We're yep. a good team oh, and that's not us. It doesn't represent us. And Let's move forward and keep the machine, keep the machine moving. You know? Exactly. So, the games and the games already in the rear view window for them. They're looking forward to Detroit. I think it's a sweep. I just think they're going to come out for vengeance. And I think you mm-hmm. see all Mark Saturday. He, mm-hmm. he, he's a fucking brick wall. Like usual, the Bruins probably fucking pump them five to one. Our boy, uh, Mark Allred said five to two yeah, Saturday. Exactly. I wouldn't be surprised if both, games were five to two to be honest bruins getting both dubs i just 10 goals in two games i'll take it yeah i think they're gonna come out hungry i think they're gonna come out angry and you know i i see i see a solid weekend i mean they're not a good team detroit doesn't have much to play for anymore Mm -hmm. so i i think it'll be It'll be fun. It'll it'll be nice to see the Bruins get back on track. It would have been nice to see them stay on track tonight, but like we said, you can't win them all. It would just be nice to be one of the better teams versus sweeping and a shitbag team like Detroit. Didn't we kind of just take like one of Detroit's best guys because that's what yeah. Don does? Is he like fleeces teams, right? They just took. Uh, He's like you're poor, Larkin's make us richer. Best friend. You won't regret it. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, Dude, no, it'll be a fun weekend of hockey. Uh, it next. absolutely will. Every time the Bruins play is a fun time, man. Like, I look forward to it like a little kid. Like, I remember looking forward to baseball games when I was younger, you know? Like, I just look forward to it, man. Like, it's just, this team is so fun. It's so good. It's so well-rounded. Everyone contributes. Everyone seems to love the shit out of each other, which you just hardly ever see. Yeah. Like, you you see teams put on a good smile and fake it like they love each other like a lot, but you know there's probably a bunch of problems and stupid shit going on we don't know about. 
I don't I don't have any like feeling that this Bruins team has one single problem in the clubhouse that we don't know about. Like they're just they're a true brotherhood and it's fucking phenomenal and hilarious to like see that when you get on that level, you can play this level of hockey. Yeah. That's really what's driving this team. It's not star power. It's leadership and brotherhood, man. Yeah. And good. Co- and, the, and that coach buys into it and they buy into him. And that mm-hmm. is huge. That is huge. No, it, it is. It, it's everyone's bought in. Like you said, mm-hmm. uh, everyone's mm-hmm. in for this ride. I mean, it's the writings on the wall right there. Like it, you got Bergeron's possible last ride, Krejci's last ride. Uh, you know, you got a new coach who is just genuinely happy to get a second chance and he's making the best of it. You got a guy like Allmark who's having a career year. You got so many guys having career years. So it's it's and been a blast are- to watch. This final stretch is going to be fun to watch and we're just kind of waiting for the playoffs to happen. I'd imagine at the end of this weekend, the Bruins have clinched a playoff spot with uh, anywhere from 18 to 17 games left. So mm-hmm. that's good. That's going to be reason, that's wild. One of the things, too, and I talked about this after the Calgary game um, on Twitter, but look at the final play of that game alone, like the way that Brad stayed with that puck and found McAvoy or, or found Patrice and Patrice to have the guts <laughs> Like to have the leadership, the mindset, the balls, and the knowledge that he had enough time to make that last pass to McAvoy, because that shit was a buzzer beater, man. And like that is the kind of like leadership and effort that trickles down to the rest of this roster. And that's why this whole roster contributes because those guys at the top, they don't give up on plays, they don't give up on pucks. They, they are as hungry as the guys at the bottom trying to find their way in the league. And that's important, you know? They're all relentless. No one takes nights off, it seems. And it's just, it's great to see everyone's riding off each other's energy. And it's just, Mm -hmm. I mean, I went to the practice like last week. I think it was, yeah, last week I went to a Bruins practice for the first time this season. And you could tell how tight nip the group, tight knit with Jesus, tight nip. Get it together, Boosie. Holy shit. You could tell how close they were. Let's let's leave it at that. Yeah. You could tell how close <laughs> they were and like how much fun they were having just practicing together. Like they're just being boys out there and it's it's fun to see. It's definitely different from what I've seen in the past going to Bruins practices and whatnot. So what what's the story with the practices? Do you pay or do you have to do you have to it's like a waiting list first come first? No, you, yeah, you just walk in. You just walk in. Yeah. And there's obviously security to keep you where you're supposed to be, right? Well, yeah, there's not not necessarily security, but people who work at their rank, yeah, staff, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so so you could just you could just walk in. They don't close the doors if it's too full or whatever. No, it, it doesn't typically get that full. I mean, I I was there. That's insane. I had no idea that it was that easy. It's man. fucking like, wild. I was I was there the other day and just fucking casually chilling next to Derek Sanderson and stuff. Like he was there no watching shit. the. Yeah, it was, it was the day when Bruins tweeted something out like Derek and Derek just having a conversation uh, when he was I just watched Forbort. I just watched the I just watched like a 20 minute YouTube video breaking down like the story of Derek Sanderson. I didn't realize he had been through so much, man. Oh, dude, crazy. he's got a wild life. Oh shit. He's got a wild life. But dude, before we take off though, like the practice situation is like do you get a chance to like m- like 
say hi to the guys after or give them a fist bump or anything like that? No, they kind of like cut it off. Um, They let people go up to the glass and bring in signs and stuff, but they kind of cut that section off where they come out from the bench because uh, they used to allow it, but so many people would be around that tunnel and like Mm -hmm. with their signs, like looking for audit. And then they were like, fucking, what do you call those guys who are seeking for autographs and stuff? Oh, dude, uh, I don't know, ink chasers or whatever, whatever, you know who I'm talking about. Then there were like too many of those guys. So they're like, you got quote unquote grown men pushing little kids out of the way. That shit pisses me off, dude. Yeah. Like, so they kind of ruined it for everyone. Uh, But people can always chill out by the parking lot, watching them leave, try to get an autograph if you really want. There's that there's that one kid that's got a pretty successful YouTube channel and travels all over the place. He basically does it full time to catch foul balls and home run. Oh, that guy's uh, a loser. I met him. Zach at, Hample. Uh, he gets yeah. fucking heat online. I didn't realize he Bro. gets so much heat, dude. Because he's he's actually pretty douchey. Yeah, I know. Like, I can tell it. You can tell. It's like when you watch Bobby, you can tell that he's not. When you watch that guy, you can tell that he yeah. is. You yeah, know what like, I mean? He was like big time and people went. I saw him at the Sox and Angels game last year. It was like I want it was April, early April, and we were right behind the uh bullpen in right field he, uh, got, he got ratioed hard last year he he uploaded a video from coors field where like the security was quote, oh yeah giving i remember him a hard that. time and he thought that he had like this he caught all this great content on camera and it looked like you know what dude you're kind of being a little whiny bitch right now yeah the, job, the person's doing their job they only got fucking grumpy with you because of your complaining like if, get over if you yourself. go back basically to almost a year ago and try to find that video of him at the angels game like i think it's security telling him to like sit down and stuff and not like he was like covering yeah. over the bullpen or something like that he was and he always he, and he'll say stuff like oh i give the balls to little kids and i you know i just like to travel around and catch them it's like the kids want the experience of fucking catching them dude yeah and you're like you're racing to them and like basically if you get there first like no holds barred so like that kind of shit irritates me so it's funny that you know who that guy is yeah that's hilarious yeah he's a little punk dude i don't like that guy because i remember seeing him i was like is that that fucking youtube guy because he's a grown-ass <laughs> man coming with his baseball the gloves to the game the best part about that rockies video is that he uploaded it got a ton of heat for it and then uploaded a video trying to explain himself yeah and then that one got ratioed and you're just like <laughs> you're an idiot dude you don't get it man Pay attention to what's happening. Yeah. Just take the uh, videos down. You know, it was satisfying like, to see him get yeah. hate. Yeah, it was. yeah. But yeah. But all right, buddy. Well, well, dude, let's I got to I got to get out there one of these days and like attend a practice. That sounds like so much. Yeah, fun. dude. No, it's fucking sick. It's awesome because it's just cool to see them yeah. practice and how fluent it is. And mm. just a, it's a great interaction, too, because, you know, sometimes they'll acknowledge you and stuff when if you get if you bring your kids and you get close to the glass, right. I just like stay high above watching. But. Oh, dude, I took my. Uh, yeah. Before I say goodbye, I did take my kids to that Sharks and Kraken game. We went in full Bruins gear. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. a lot of fun. My kids loved it. My daughter was talking about it after the fact. She's been to a ton of baseball games, but that was their first hockey game. And oh, like, no shit. That, She's like three days later. She's like, Dad, that hockey game was so fun. Can we do that again? And I'm like, Yeah, we're gonna do that a lot. I promise. It's in our future. So that's awesome. That's yeah, dude. That's so fucking awesome. It just it's too bad it couldn't be a little bit closer to you, but still, like that's I know. I know. I'm glad they had I'm, fun, I'm, man. 
I am trying to get the kids out there this summer. And obviously if there's Bruins festivities taking place, we're going to partake, but um, I don't know. Like just the way the prices are now, I have no idea how astronomical playoff prices are going to be. But yeah. I gotta, I'm going to, I'm going to take my kids to a Sox game this summer and, and Oh, hell yeah, dude. For like a week or something. So yeah. Hell it'll yeah. be fun. It'll be fun. So like maybe the playoffs will be still be happening. Maybe Stanley cup final, maybe parade. I don't know. Maybe I can plan it just perfectly to be part of like fun festivities. But on that note, it would be fun to try to gather as many people as we can from this crew no, 100%. of like, yeah, like this crew of Twitter friends that has just kind of like banded together, like you know, gather and, and break some bread and, 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 and neglect the safety of beers. Absolutely. Yeah, no, exactly. You know? I I'm trying yeah. to convince Brett and, uh, Bobby to get down here for playoffs. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll yeah, it would be fun see. to even just have a party, even if we can't all go to a game together because the prices are out of control. Let's all go watch the game somewhere. You can just together go to the bar across yeah. the street. Yeah, let's fuck that place up, dude. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. Know? I like to say it the long way, neglecting the safety of all the beers instead of no <laughs> beer is safe. Yeah. I like to say it like the super like chatty way. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dude, thanks no, for having fun. me on again, man. I love you, bro. I appreciate it, dude. Nah, I love you too, man. I appreciate this. I, yeah. We're gonna have to make a Monday work. Um, yeah, maybe, then yeah, then it won't be so late at night for sure. Maybe maybe a little bit closer to, because well, the nice thing is we have a lot of every weekend is a back to back. So like maybe the end is of this there a month, Monday? Is there a Monday matinee left none. on the schedule? Oh uh, no, none. Because see, with Monday being my day off, it's always so great to just wake up and there's like hot. Oh, I mean, fuck! I we can even do a Sunday, you know, Sunday after a game or whatever. Yeah, is there? Yeah, if there's like a matinee on a Sunday. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, they're all matinees. I think the latest is five. Next weekend we're at Buffalo on Sunday, so maybe we can do like a right after that matinee. I can record with you. That'd be fun too. The nineteenth. Actually, yeah. Yeah, next. I think I can make. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I, I'm pretty sure I can make. Because then we can we can we can talk about a you know we can talk about a a fresh game, but it's not at you know ten o'clock, eleven o'clock at night your time. And I yeah, and I appreciate yeah, nah. you hanging and staying late for me, man. I really do. Yeah, no, of course, man. I, I appreciate you hopping on. I we've had to push it back, I think, like twice. So it's it's nice that uh, we finally were able to make it happen again. We got a got we got a lot of. Uh, nice feedback too when you were on last too so that was awesome yeah i appreciate that people were really good to me man i i i I really loved that and i shared it with a whole bunch of um of people on my end that you know wouldn't go tweet about it so you had a lot of listens that were probably not discussing it online after the fact so that was even nice too you know yeah no it was it was definitely nice to see uh the numbers of it and just see people plug it and all the positive Mm -hmm. feedback because like i said last time you're you're a good dude, easy to talk to, and always down to talk fucking Bruins. Yeah, or just yeah, Bruins, Boston, the people in the the people Boston, in yeah. the uh, community. It's always fun, man. Absolutely. Hell yeah, buddy. Well, we'll, we'll right, have to dude, try have to get you over night, here dude. for a playoff game. Yeah, I yeah, I'm looking at probably either sometime in June or possibly the beginning of July. I consider yeah. even Fourth of July weekend because there's an actual there's a game at oh they usually have yeah there's a there's a fourth of july game and it would be kind of be fun to take my kids to a really like historical and revolutionary city during like like the country's birthday i think that'd be a fun party to take them to you know like for sure well yeah let let me know because i can uh, help you out with tickets there and obviously we can meet obviously we can meet up for a beer at 10 you know 
neglect their safety absolutely <laughs> no beer yeah. see <laughs> yeah all, all right buddy dude. with that we'll all wrap right. it up everyone thank you for tuning in to only bruins we love you all till next time folks stay cool peace yeah. you know. Later.